Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. The, the first set of behaviors, we learn values. And whether it is positive or negative, it has a way of impacting our lives. And so we, we went through it uh, all through last week's Wednesday service, and we said that these things influence our thought patterns, lifestyle, and behaviors. So it's very important. So literally, we are product of our family of origin. So if yours or mine is negative, what we now need to do is to look into the word of God, renewing our mind by the word of God. And that's where the work is. It's a work. Uh, Habit, pattern, paradigm, sometimes it's very difficult to change. Change is not easy. But there is something that makes change easy for us today is by looking into the perfect law of liberty and then continuing daring. So our family of origin is that family unit in which we were raised. It's not to be confused only with, with our biological family. It can even be the community. There are certain things in certain areas, in certain places in Lagos. People don't go beyond secondary school. And so it's like in certain other places, uh, by the time they are in Form 3, Form 4, some people dropped out because of early pregnancy. So it's like, it's something people, they don't do wedding in all those places because they would have been impregnated themselves and all that. So you just move from, once that person is pregnant, they post that person to uh, whatever that place is, and that's the beginning of the marriage. So if people grow around that community, automatically their perspective towards life is the same. But we live in the kingdom of God. God designed the family unit. He designs us to have kids, raise them for him, because parents are stewards. So, and then we can influence the larger society. So it's very important that we should look at this family of origin. Um, someone was asking the question, so what about the new creation? The new creation is legal. But there are certain things you and I must do to cooperate with God so that the new creation can be effectual in our lives. So we need to understand it. It's not something that we should underplay. In fact, most of us, the, our response to either faith or fear in life may be as a result of the things we have been embraced while growing up. Can I have an amen tonight? I don't know if that makes sense to you. And certain people grew up in an environment where they believe that nothing is in abundance. 
So they have proverbs, they have things to let you know that scarcity is normal. One of those proverbs is that you ask somebody for money. Instead of saying simply, I don't have it now, but I will walk towards it. He said, what do you mean? Do you think money grows on, on trees? So a child is raised in that environment to believe that money is a very tall thing to get. You can't even get it. Because anything that grows on trees, you have to struggle to go get it. And I have an amen tonight. So there is something that our lives as believers has redefined for us. We can build healthy families. Can I have an amen? We can have strong families. We can raise children who will influence the nation. Can I have an amen? amen? I mean, I love what one of us said. That none, I mean, I've heard that story in certain times, over and over again, where nobody in a particular family has ever been to a university. And people stood tall to break their genes. Whereas in, in some family of origin, the least you can become is, a doc is to have a doctorate degree. Can I have an amen tonight? I hope you understand what I'm saying. So in some families, certain family, they're just giving to academics. So when you ask them to introduce themselves, they say professor of this, professor of that, doctors of... In fact, when you say master degree or that, everybody looks back. Who is that? Can I have an amen tonight? So no matter... How this family of origin, where we are from, we may not have control on the past, but we do have control on the present to fashion a great future for ourselves. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. So it's very important. And so we're just moving into today to look at um, how these things just influence um, our marriages, influence our relationships, influences our self-esteem, and then influences our lifestyle. That's just the simple things that we consider today. Uh, can we have a foundational scripture? Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. Please, there is nothing to be ashamed of. There is nothing to, that is embarrassing. You don't have control about the family to which you are born, but you have control about how you want to fashion a future for yourself. Can I have an Amen. So, in Genesis chapter 2, uh, verses 24 and 25, he said, This explains why a man leaves his father. So, whether his family of origin is you, this just explains why a man hmm, will leave his father and mother and is joined to his wife in such a way that the two will become one person. In other words, singular or purpose. They are looking to make life better. They are looking to build healthy family. He said, now, although the man and his wife were naked, neither of them was embarrassed or ashamed. It's, just, it's not talking about just physical nakedness. It's just talking about they were of singular purpose. Their minds were open to learn, unlearn and relearn. Their minds were open with a sense of vision. I'm reading from, I don't think you will have it, from the living Bible. I don't know if you have that translation. So, he said, now, 
Although the man and his wife were both naked, they were both open, they were willing to learn, but neither of them was embarrassed or ashamed. Neither of them was embarrassed or ashamed. Have you heard this statement before? Maybe it might be between couples. Uh, it means you are a bushman or a bushwoman. Thank God you are the city. If my wife is the city person, now we are in together in marriage. Your city life, your cityness should rub on my bushiness. <laughs> Can I have an amen? Said so they were both naked and they were not embarrassed. They were not ashamed. I may not have a sense of this in terms of exposure, but our relationship. They said two people does not sleep and face the same direction. Two heads are better than one. Two good heads. <laughs> so our relationship should bring us into a state of knowing. Can I have an amen? amen. So even if I'm not giving to uh, becoming a scholar, my relationship with you should motivate me to study more, to learn more. So that's what the scripture is literally saying. When two people come together, they leave their father and their mother, and they are joined together, they must be better. Let me explain this to you in the context tonight. So if I'm 30 years old, and my wife is also 30 years old, and then we want to get married, it means 60 years of different family interaction. Did you get my mathematics? So I grew up in a different background, and she also grew up in a different background. Our family of origin may be different. Our values, our beliefs may be different. So it's 60 years of problems coming together. Or 60 years of dysfunctionality coming together. So we need to just understand how these things work. And then most of these things are just the natural thing. Mindset. Body or lifestyle behavior. Whereas the kingdom is spiritual. And so we need to see things from God's perspective. Who is the author of marriage so that we can build a stable home. Can I have an amen? Amen. So why it might seem shameful or embarrassing to have serious concern about your family of origin? Because some of these things, many of us, we've carried childhood or traumas into our adulthood. And so we need to not only talk about it, we need to have specific way from God's word to deal with them. Some kids from different family of origin, they are... They, are, they have experienced abuse. They have experienced neglect. They have experienced even generational problems that they were not part of. And some of these things have caused disorders or like um, um, uh, personality disorder. There are, there are people you meet, I'm sorry to use the word, it's as if the screw in their head is loosed. So, many things have impacted people negatively. It has caused trauma. Sometimes mental health disorders. Sometimes it's just, some people just don't have value for peace. Have you met people like that? If it's not trouble, they don't deal. 
Because in their growing up, that's what will be for you to get anything, it must be through violence. So, when we feel a place under those origin, we can develop beliefs that may be harmful later to us in life. So, but if you have a healthy family of origin, you are easily, I mean, that's, let's look at both sides. You can connect with people, you can make friends, you can, you can, you can develop self-confidence and determination to pull through life without necessarily having to depend on other people. So, um, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Let me, let me just say it this way. That's the way. That's the world way. Nothing to be ashamed of. Whether it has caused you anxiety or depression or low self-esteem, all those issues are things that are common. But we need to do something about them so that it does not affect uh, the way God wants us to live our lives. Can I have an amen? amen? So, one of the things that this series is doing for us is forming like a therapy. It's forming like a new paradigm. It's forming like there is a better way to do things. And when we apply ourselves to these things, I mean, we will profit from it. So, uh, those things, issues, these are four basic areas that it affects. It affects marriages. It affects marriages. Whether positive or negative, the family of origin will affect the way you live your life, the way I live my life. So, it can signal a positive or a negative uh, um, instances in such family. So, um, somebody was saying something recently. Oh, was it here? Was it last week Wednesday that? Was it last week Wednesday? I, I, I just want to, was it, or is it my own story? Okay, so, we are five in my nucleus family. But I've never seen my parents hold hands, yet they brought five of us out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who has the same experience with me. They don't even have the same room. I think my parents did. Yeah, if I remember very well. Where they are forced to do really. Because we usually go from, uh, from places to places. I travel, my parents, I mean, growing up, I don't have a straight primary school. So I don't have a, a, I don't, I can't tell you that I have a straight secondary school either. So if you're, is it that for, your, for you to get, is it that your parents is a policeman or a soldier or a pastor? Eh? Priest, yeah. So, and you know that such things do affect people. Movement. If you have two kids, sometimes, in fact, today, a lot of people don't know. Sometimes, those who have relocated, two kids, the same family, they, they take that, or they take such relocation in different ways. One just easily blend. The other is just wondering, why must we relocate? Why must I be taken from my friends? And it may begin to affect the way they even see the whole relocation arrangement. So, it affects marriages. 
that's one area. Whether it's unhealthy or healthy marriages, sometimes is we have trouble on conflicted marriages as a result of things traceable to family of origin. The second one, it affects relationships. Relationships. Relationship, friendship. Some people just don't, they just want to go solo. It happens in your offices. Somebody is just withdrawing every time. You put them on a team, they keep quiet. You ask them to do something, they prefer to just do their things their own way. In their, like they say, their own space. So it affects relationship. Some people find it very difficult to cultivate friendship because the family of origin has produced trauma that they don't trust anyone. To, they can't afford people to get close to them or to be in their world. Then it's, it brings problem of self-esteem to many people. I mean, there are, there are places, I mean, we said it last week, there are uni or environment or family scenario where people just talk down on other people. I, 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 I was just remembering something again today. There is a set of twins I know. They are not my friends, but I know them. Up till now, they still have issues with sibling rivalry. Because while they were growing up, I mean, one of the, uh, the, the, the Taiwo, or I don't know how to say that in English, the Taiwo, the first, <laughs> the first of the two, uh -huh. I mean, looks, when the, the two of them were growing up, uh, was very, the second one was very playful. So he didn't take his academic seriously. But the first one do take. So from that tender age, they say, look at your brother. Your brother is better than you. Your brother is better than you. So they grew up with that. So you likely, that second one, whatever the brother is trying to do, is trying to outdo them. The first brother we do is naturally. But you will see that he is struggling to do it. And to make their case worse. Because he wasn't bright academically. The brother went to university while he went to polytechnic. So that also is also a major issue for them. So these are things that whether we realize it or not, it affects people. The two that I'm talking about, they are Christians also. It's not that I think the two are even pastors. So self-esteem. So when people frequently, they hear criticism, they hear everybody is pointing out their flaws, uh, everybody is looking for loophole in their dreams and aspirations, in their personalities, they just switch off. And then fourthly, it affects people's lifestyle. It affects us. It affects us. The examples here, I don't want to give it, but I will give it. They said, for example, if your family really exercise, you're more likely to adopt that habit. Where you grew up, if nobody exercises, it's likely that it's going to. If people are giving to sports, it's likely that you give yourself to sport. You're looking at me. 
Look at you. That's why I get, I know it was because of you that I gave that example. So that you can lecture me tonight. I know what you say, what you will say to me when we get home. Do you understand? In other words, when families don't do things together that brings accountability, it's likely that people adopt such lifestyle when they begin to grow into their own family. And some of those things may be healthy, maybe largely, because we are also used to doing something that are not right. So largely, we pick on, on the negatives, much more on the positive. Praise God. As I praise the Lord. So let's talk. Anyone wants to share out of those uh, four things? Let's just talk tonight. Let's learn from each other again. Can I have the board? Who is in the garden? Who wants to bail the cars? Can I have the board? So, um, maybe let's start from here. Some people wanted to speak last week. But we didn't, they didn't get the chance to speak. Can we start from there tonight? Or you can't remember what you want to talk about. Okay, so can we talk about what, do you, what can you pick up from your uh, family background that has really, or you are still trying to uh, get away from, and you don't want it to get into your own family setting with you? Or it has already gotten into your own family setting, and you are struggling to change it. That's what I want us to talk about tonight. Both positive and it doesn't have to be negative. It can be positive things. I mean, if you are giving to study, if your parents are giving to study, and you are also giving to study, share it with us. And so some of us who are not giving to study can learn from you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you started it last week, and then you're starting it again today. So that's a good one. Can we give her a good hand? So her name, Tolu Dipawak. Okay, so go on, ma. Good evening, everyone. I just decided to build the cuts. Yeah, and it's a good one. Yeah, in my family, I grew up um, having this um, particular activity we call family meeting. Okay. Once we travel, everybody has gone to school, and then <laughs> at the end of the semester and um, term, there's a particular day in the month that our daddy will just tell us, today we have family meeting. So you know that that day, you will not eat all. Because they are coming to trash serious issues that had happened while you guys were in school. And we are not just talking about ourselves alone. Our parents are also in the picture. What? Yes, we... We like have that. family conversation. Serious family conversations. Yeah. Tough one that, in fact, sometimes our daddy sits as the presiding judge. And then when we are talking about him, our mom sits as the presiding judge. Yeah. So everybody, you collect your own bath. Water, water. And, and um, like that. But at the end, um, the reason why I really like it is the fact that it helps us to grow. Yeah. And um, we tend to hold ourselves together yeah. the more. Because, yeah, everybody receives their own feedback, what yeah. you've done right, 
what you've done wrongly and how they want you to improve. Sometimes it's even about the feeding. The last time you took my meat, the meat mom apportioned to me, you took it. I remembered very well. Some, like, it, it may look um, infinitesimal to some persons, but it was, it was something that really helped us. Because till now, most of us have not even seen ourselves in like three years, but the communication we have is very strong. Yeah. Because um, that had been in place. So um, getting married, I discovered that, in fact, while we were still friends, before talking about maybe courtship or anything, I observed that the person I'm going to get married to um, would need to understand these aspects because any slight thing, I do not like to keep things to myself. If something is coming up, I'll prefer to let it go. I usually tell my friends jokingly that, okay, I'm too short to hold things. Yes, I don't have space for it. <laughs> Um, I will not say what I usually say in Yoruba because you will not allow me to rest. Okay. But I just tell them that to just let everybody understand that. I grew up in a family where we express ourselves. Yeah. And um, if that is the way, I cannot be your friend and not be expressive around you. Mm. If I discover that you try, most times I try to bring something up, you come up with this negative energy and then everything wants to end up in strife. I'll try to move from you. Mm. We'll still be relating fine. Mm. You won't even know that I've moved. You will think we're still that close, but <laughs> you understand that mm. this person is already going far. That's how it is. So getting to know him and seeing that ah, <laughs> we are from two different backgrounds, oh, uncle, all these things that want to say something, you'll be diplomatic, you'll say, mm, it's not every time, less. You know, I'm like, let's head on. As it's happening, let's boast the thing, then we bust, and then everybody sits down. There, there, there's a statement I grew up with from my dad. In fact, there was a day he was talking to us in church. He, he, he was giving um, youth a seminar, and he was talking about um, if your lecturers are harassing you in school, slap him, call us, we will come. We are your people. So, If I had grown up with such a father, yeah. Uh-huh. So I think with this so point, that that is uh, you told us last week about you told you mentioned last week about the fact that it has built in you uh, that confidence to be able to face whatever situation and circumstances of life. That that's a good one because uh, family ritual or meeting as a ritual actually bring to us accountability. And then, like you said, everybody is free to express himself. But I think contrary to most of our other's family, the man, fathers are usually the lion of the tribe of their own Judah. Uh, fathers are always right. Uh -huh. Nobody questions their authority on anything. Uh, but you... you uh -huh. In fact, they take most of their things, they take it from uh, the name given to Obas. Kabiosi. And you are the one, when, once you say something, nobody argues about it. 
But I think I love that. And I think that has rubbed on Toby. I don't want to take a feedback from him. But I think it has also run, I mean, that, that sits well with him because he's also preparing you very well when you have your own family to continue, I mean, to introduce that ritual into your own family. I want to, you agree with me. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Thank you. There's another one? Just one. Okay. I, I don't want to say everything. But um, yes, I want to talk about um, the fact that um, there's a way, my mom's temperament is quite different from my dad. Okay. It's like the opposite of my dad. So there's this way I saw that she really didn't, um, as much as um, she wasn't so expressive in her dealings with us as our children, even the girls. I usually tell her, Mommy, you're supposed to be closer to us than this. I'm, supposed, I'm the first girl. You're supposed to... I didn't really feel that vibe from her. And then as a boarder in secondary school, I see my friends say, my mom this, my mom that. And I'm like, I, I know who is my dad, my dad, my dad. I don't know my mom. So like that. But I, I, I discussed with him and I told him that really for my own home, for our home, my kids are going to be very close to me. Yes, they can be close to their dad. But I won't leave that vacuum of I'm not feeling my mom. The way I'm seeing my friends, you want to get, get yes. involved. So I'll in get involved. Yeah. I must be yeah. involved. So I yeah. said I was going to. Yeah. That that's a very good one because also in most of our homes, uh, what we the women were maybe circumstantially whatever it is, they were taught to always keep silent and to always endure things. Uh, most of the women. If you ask them, they don't even enjoy their marriages, most of our mothers. But they are just there because, basically because of their kids. And, they, and the way the family is structured is like they are not stakeholders, really. They just obey instructions and order. So, and I think we can learn from that so that we don't bring that. Because some people, even though they are believers, that's the model they are running. They just want to talk. Their wife don't say anything. Uh, they want to talk. Their kids don't say anything. Just follow my instruction. And then and for most people who also operate like that, they have economic power. So with that economic power, they are able to give out that instruction to the full. To subdue, yeah, and have dominion. <laughs> Praise God. You want to ask who a question? Okay. 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 Well, while she was talking about her background, I was not trying to. When she said the last thing, I said, Well, it's easier said than done, really. When she said she wanted her children to be, I said, Well, the way I'm looking at it, you'll be surprised that they might be closer to their daddy. Because you, you are class boss. Um, maybe their daddy is not that class boss. So I want to ask, while you are growing up, now that you are appreciating daddy, are you not seeing daddy then? Ah, while are you poor? I know where that question is from, and I know where <laughs> who is referring because I can see I, I saw I saw a facial expression. I didn't say anything. I was trying to draw that facial expression, draw it to perpendicular. Okay, why pastor was summarizing, I wanted to say that my dad and mom were actually very close. 
like their close friends. I really never saw them fight for once. Wow. Yeah, I did not witness any. Yeah, that looks so, like my parents I too. But they have their issue. You can hear them in the table. No, no, you can hear, but you can hear my own parents eh, eh, having uh, reasoning together in the middle of the night or early in the morning. But you never hear them or you never see them while we are there. But you can hear them reasoning together. That one comes. So, for your question, sir, it's actually true. Most times, I, I was telling T, most times I said, I fight a lot with my dad. He floods me to 400 level. Uh, yeah. He floods me to 400 <laughs> So, it, it's like that. I. Alaba. Amen, somebody. What else? Alagba, Alagba, we had you. But you can't flood the 400 level. You will have rebellion on the highest order. So, for, for me. Have I protected your interest now? You can't flood till 400 level. You can't, I'm not sure you can flood till 100 level, sir. So, um. That was because he, he, he saw me doing some things and he said, no, 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 no. If the Lord has helped me till this point, it won't be now that you now want to say, no, let me straighten you. Ah, okay. And even after that, after that, we still sat down, we talked about it. And I was telling my mom, I said, all these things is too much. Daddy should be calming down. If somebody wants to be a sports child, I'm a bad janitor and will come and will pretend. Nothing will happen. I said, so if I'm like this, it's because of how he has trained me mm. to be myself anywhere yeah. I am. So if you are seeing this, this is the entirety of who I am. Yeah. I am not a cat in the house and then I'm a lion outside. Yeah. I'm yeah. this year, I'm this day. So yeah. it, I felt that way. But really, right now, I'm appreciating him. Even my mom, sometimes when she say, clean this place, wash this place, do this place, everything. Now, I can't make semo and leave that pot in the dishwasher. My psyche cannot take it. I it's, it's there, sir. I, my psyche cannot take it. As I'm done, no matter how hungry I am, I will just remember my mommy saying, Chori pot, 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 So with that, no, you won't use iron sponge, which iron sponge? So, so can you, I, I hope you are learning here. So we can adopt things. There are things from our family of origin that are really positive things in terms of honesty, in terms of integrity, in terms of um, uh, hard work, in terms of cooperation, in terms of contentment, in terms of uh, empathy. We can learn all these things and we can take them as our own lesson. And of course, there are things that really didn't play our local government. Uh -huh. Because she mentioned something that is really very important for me. It's of no use having raising kids that at home you have, they show you one side of themselves and then when they get out there, they are complete different people. Uh, it's called hypocrisy. We can't, we can't be hypocritical in our approach. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh,
Okay. Praise the Lord. So she's been talking since morning. I'm like, so there are families like, so I don't know. Maybe I'll call my own family. I don't know. But thank God I'm married and I have a family that I can actually say, okay, this is a proper family settings. Like, wow. So I come from a polygamous family. My father married seven. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I don't I actually don't know I, I can't say that okay this is the number of my father's children I don't know all of them I wouldn't I would say it but it's like we are Jora no family mom so that I know were like from my mother eight another person like eight well like that I know are like 30 something that I know So from my family of origin, from my father, what I realize is one house. If you are bold, you raise your hand and we give you permission to talk. So like I said, he had seven wives. Five was um, fruitful, two were not, and they all lived together. Okay. Like everybody, yes. <laughs> and why my father was alive, you eat together. We eat in, when I was with them, because I actually left to go and have a life. So we eat together in a tray. This very big tray, everybody you must eat. That one I learned from my father. Then we have cousins, a lot of people come to the house. So I learned that because I like people around me. I can't live alone. I can't. It's not possible. I learned that. I learned eating together. But some coming yes. But something happened that that happened in my family that my father does. He does not drop money for food. The women work for the family. So when I was getting married, I was scared that am I going to be the one to work for my family? I was actually very scared. So when I got married, I was not working. My husband was the one working. And if I need anything, I was a graduate. I was, going to, I was doing business before I, in fact, before I got married, I was doing extremely, when you say money, I travel, I buy, I sell anything sellable. I was, because I, I, I didn't want any man to come and say, hey, I'm the one giving you money. I want to give the money. But before I got married, I just, I just sat down. Okay, there was no Christ, so Christ came. So I realized that this is not going to be possible. I can't be the one to feed whoever I want to marry, like, like my mother did. So I, was, I stopped working. And my husband was the one doing everything. At the point, my sister called me and said, oh, okay. are you sure that this Abuja, we were in Abuja and I was not working? Are you sure this Abuja that you're not doing anything? You know how to make, to do makeup, you can cook very well. You can do a lot of things. You are a businesswoman. You can do, if you set, if you want to do anything, okay, you, you set your eyes on something, you will do it, and you will do it perfectly well. So why are you wasting yourself? I said, well, my husband is the one in their family. They are very good people. 
Till date, my sister will call me and say, Ah, okay, you know that God gave you a husband. God gave you a family with your kind of person. Because, okay, I've said that before. I was not a good person. I don't... I don't, I don't joke. Like, the um, pastor said, Wahala. Some people is Wahala. Because in my family, we fight. We still come back, but we fight. So I don't even fight girls. If you are a girl and you offend me, I will leave you. I will call somebody that is smaller than you to beat you. If you are a boy, I will beat you. And I will tell you, I will beat you. I don't joke. I can fight anybody. Elderly person, I will, I will tell you. Who said that? <laughs> to another person's own wife. I tell if you're older than me and you do something wrong, I'll just say, Emma Binusao, boy, stupid. I'll respect you and I'll give, but before I go, my, in fact, my husband was telling me like three or four months ago, and he said, Do you know that my something happened? So is that called and told him something like that? Do you know that before you guys got married, my mom's elder sister that I lived with and my mom called him and said, Hey, Joe, on behalf of Okwe. Whatever, Tobashi. And we it was not in advance. In advance. It's this thing I'm saying. My husband told me. He said, on a more serious note, what I heard from where you are coming from, something humbled you. I said, it's not me. Christ made a difference. Christ made a di Honestly, Christ made a difference. So most times, uh, I'm easily, I cry easily. So when now, when you do something and I'm supposed to, give it to you. I go back. I in fact, the reason why you cry she, in fact, is people because that you, can, house, you can't you can't do what you want to do. When those girls, when they do some things, people in my house, when they do some things, and I'm supposed to do, because if I slap you, one, I'm not joking. Police is my friend. <laughs> if you slap one, police you, is my friend. You, you can go blind. <laughs> so, instead of me to beat, I go I cry, and sometimes I cry for them. Like I cry for. <laughs> okay, I hope you, we are all learning from this. I see the lesson I want us to learn from uh, from that this expository time now is that Christ can make a whole world of difference. And then the fact that no matter how we think this family of origin has, and that's the essence of having these sessions together, that we can actually confront issues that we don't like, and then develop, renew our mind in God's world, and develop a new paradigm for life. Yeah. So with those little words of yours. <laughs> in fact, thank God. Uh -huh. The Holy Spirit works. Like, I cry a lot now. Why yeah. don't you used to cry? Yeah. Because instead of me to, I'll beat you. Okay. My younger sister, she was, in fact, she was living in Lagos. She had an apartment. I went to stay with her. She was having an, an uh, English auto Thank you. With her friend. And I said, Motoraya is okay. 
She said, hey, I just gave her some, and she fainted. I beat her. I took her to the, it was here in Olushosu. I took her to the hospital. I called my mother. <laughs> but thank God for Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So let's take another person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Hallelujah. So I grew up in a family, similar family like Sister Tolu. Okay. It was, in my family, we communicate about everything. Okay. My father would say, sit down, let's dialogue. So you have to come, when you want to talk to my parents, you have to come with point. So at some point, everybody thought I was going to be a lawyer. My friends and everyone around me, because I always like to mash up on it. Because that's how I was brought up. You want to talk about school fees, you want to talk about school, you have to come with your point. Daddy, this is why I like this school. I prefer this school to this because of this point, that, that, that. And he will look at you and say, okay, I think you've won me over. Let's do it this way. So it wasn't a... Some people come to our house and they are like, how, do you, why, how are you training your children like this? You are giving them too much authority. Too much power, but my father didn't see anything wrong in it. My mom either didn't see anything wrong with it. But getting into marriage, I discovered that he was a completely different person from a different background. It was a lot and master kind of relationship they had. Everything is yes sir, yes ma. So it was for the first few years, it was very challenging really challenging because when I'm talking, it feels like I'm, I'm arguing to him, disrespectful, like you're arguing, like, why am I, I'm telling you what we should do? Why are you even, why are we debating it? Why are we debating this thing? I don't understand. And in my mind, I'm wondering, we are not debating. I just need us to talk about it. Mm -mm. There's nothing to talk about. I've said it already. <laughs> so it was a lot of issue at the beginning. We dated for a very long time because to him, he just felt like, I'm in love with this girl, but honestly, I cannot marry you like this. You have to be this way. And, but now, he looks at me and is like, like he, his younger ones came around recently and he was telling them, I've, a lot has changed about me because of her. When we just started dating, I, would, I didn't have a car, but I would take a cab anywhere and to him, he would be like, uh -uh. who is going to fund this lifestyle? Like, you just take a cab anyhow. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, okay. One day I sat him down. Can we talk about this? We are going to so and so place. Let's calculate it. It's me and you. I'll break it down for him. Then at some point, he started understanding. Okay, it's really true. If we were to spend, take a bus, we'll spend this amount. It's just a little fraction. So I think it's okay. So now we are... We are like best of friends, but we didn't start off like this. Mm. Then, my family too, my parents, my both parents are very time conscious. Mm. If you tell, on time is late for my parents. Mm. If you tell my mother, we are meeting by 8 o'clock, be sure she'll be seated by 7.30. So it was, so right now, I'm the same person. 
because <laughs> and that's because I don't know any other way. You say, Tracy, how do you do it? Tracy, I don't understand how you do it. How do you do it? How do you manage it? I don't know any other way. I can't be any other person. This is who I am. I never knew anything different. Service is starting for 8 o'clock. We are already there by 7.30. There's a program for 10 o'clock. We are already there for 9. And sometimes when we get there, I'll be like, ah, ah. Okay, so what are we doing here now? <laughs> They're not started. Then my, but we grew up funny enough. My younger sister is the direct opposite of, of me. I don't know where she got that from. If you tell my sister you are starting a program for 8 o'clock, be sure that that 8 o'clock is where she's getting dressed. Did I, did I, am I looking at you? Did I say anything? Ah, you are feeling guilty. I didn't say anything. I just look this way. Those are, I'm looking this other way. So growing up, we were like the age difference, three years, but we grew up doing everything together. So when we were going for choir riazas then, they'll tell us the riazas is for 6 p.m. I'll tell my sister it is. She knows it's 6 p.m. So all the clock in our house, I changed it. Wristwatches, I changed it. 30 minutes fast. So when I'm hurrying, oh yeah, oh yeah, we are running late already. She starts running. Then when we get there, she discovers we are 30 minutes early. And she looks at me. Are you there? Allow me to dress up properly. Are you there? Allow me to do this. I said, but we would have come late. So that was how I knew to deal with lateness because I just didn't want her to make me late. So till today, I'm still like that. So I learned to be an early bird, time conscious because of my family. So my husband now, if I need us to, yes, he's not a late comer per se, but he's not early <laughs> like me. <laughs> so if we're getting dressed in the morning, by sun Saturday, I would have prepared everything for Sunday morning. Even his, home, his own clothes, lined everything up, the shoes, everything. So when he wakes up in the morning, okay, just wake up, wait, wear the clothes, let's go. <laughs> and, so there's no excuse. So you're not even telling me, ah, and I'm looking for my shoe. I'm looking for the belt. Everything is here. Just pick it up. Yeah, let's go. So. Yeah, that, that's it. That, I hope, then, I believe we've learned something. Yeah. So, okay, then, unconsciously, that's what I also want us to learn. Unconsciously, by just living in a, a, an environment, we, we have taking in so much. And then when life put pressure on it, that's what we come out. I, I, I quickly want to share, that, but, but this is not a very good one. Um, it, it, there was a guy, I, there is a guy I used to know, um, who beat his wife once. And, and he was crying while narrating the story. He said, all his life, he have seen his dad beat his mom. So he, he consciously told himself that he will never raise his hand. Because at that meeting, he was saying, just help me beg my wife. But what happened was that he didn't also know that he has all those things as created hunger in him. 
but it was just latent. It was later that we have to uh, ask the woman, borrow yourself brain. So when that provocation started, there was a standing fan in their room. So just like what she said, crying, the guy just punched the standing fan, and the whole standing fan scattered. So left his room, and as the wife was following him, where are you going? Where are you going? That was. So he just uh, to free himself because he knew just to free himself from that environment. So that was why he now knew. So that anger was lying. It was like an uh, what do you call it? A volcano, but life puts demand on him, and that was um, what happened to him in that instant. But he's he's done well because he he became accountable, and then we have to talk to the woman that hey until there is a threshold in this life. Once, <laughs> once you cross the threshold, I mean, it, it, it's just... Uh, so you, part of the learning that we need to do, I love what she said also. If you know the one you are dealing with, to reduce friction, just help us out. Yeah, help us out. I'm the one who runs late, Help, let me help the one who doesn't run late. Is that the right way? No. I'm the one who doesn't run late. Let me help my spouse who doesn't run. And she said simply, okay, these are the things. Looking for socks, looking for... The, I will arrange it. So, such that when we are awake, we are getting ready on the spot. So, thank you. Okay. Is there any other thing? Yes, you there's to one other thing. Okay. My, my both parents were the opposite of Toulouse parents. My mother was the very vocal one why my dad was the very quiet one, very understanding. So growing up, I just, I used to hear people around when they want to refer to my family, they are like the, the, the mother, what's that English? Say the mother uses the father's head. Okay. Cook vegetable. Woman rapper. But me, that I'm inside the house, I know it's not woman rapper. These people just have a relationship. Yeah. They are happy. Yeah. And it's working for them. Yeah. But there was no way to explain it to people. Yeah. So I just made a conscious decision that I was not going to marry a quiet person. I knew that I was, I'm, I'm by default, my mother's carbon copy. I'm not a sanguine like her anyway, but every other trait that she embodies, I have. So I decided I wasn't going to marry a quiet person. I was going to marry someone who is vocal, somebody who knew what he was doing, who could stand for the family, represent them outside. So it took me a lot of time to, this specification was wide. Like everybody was, people around me were saying then, this one, you're not ready to marry. But it wasn't like I was not ready. I just knew what I was looking for. Because it wasn't like it was something I needed for something extraordinary, but I just needed it so I can have a better life. I didn't want people saying, you they use the husband head. Mm -mm. Let him use my head, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, so I just, so I waited. And when he came, yeah, it looks like a quiet person. He's not quiet. <laughs> He's not quiet. So when, he came, I knew, okay, this one, 
it's okay. So then, even when people thought that, ah, ah, why are they alarmed? They push you up and don't worry, leave them. We know what we are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave them, relax. We know what we are doing. So it wasn't like I was planning that uh, at some point I go show him, I will show this person my real self. No, there was no real self. Mm. Mm. I just wanted someone who would be a man, mm. why mm. I happily be the woman. Wow. Let's, let's give her a hand. Um, you know that we just have to hand here. And so we continue next week, uh, Wednesday. By How many of us are enjoying these conversations? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's so much. Uh, there's so much to learn from me. I, 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 love, I love our story. It's just a beautiful story. So, for those who are not married, you can be intentional about the kind of person you want to get married to. You can be intentional about the kind of family you want to build. So, all these uh, discussions is to help our healing process. And so, please, I want you to get back home and look at some of the things you are not permitted, or rather, you didn't get the opportunity to talk. Just bring up scenarios in your own life. Scenarios while growing up. And then begin to do specific deliberate things uh, as to get healed. If you find out that some of those things are negative in their, in, in their sense. How to get healed. And I know that that's what God wants for us. He wants us to be perfected in his own kind of love. He wants us to live a fulfilled life. He wants to showcase us to our world. Our world. He wants us to become the epistles known and read of all men. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will rest upon your heart. The healing of the Lord will be made available to you in Jesus' name. Thank you everyone online. We'll receive this discourse next week, Wednesday, by God's grace. The Lord bless and keep you, cause His face to shine upon you. Uh, heal your heart if you have any trauma, anything that is disturbing you. The healing of the Lord is made available to you. God bless you. Have a lovely Wednesday evening. In Jesus' name. Amen. This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.